0: Just flying by the seat of our pants. Do right. it, fly. That's how we roll? All
1: right. Are we ready? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Get into it, guys. Cap off, at the back of the church, feeling water on your brow. With the teelin', it hurts at first, a sharpish pain that returns as a thought that the needle in your skin won't bring you closer to God. And I watch.
0: See how good I am at fading it out now?
2: Fade out. We could do that in post. No, we let's could do, do that in post. We,
0: we don't use any crazy computer technologies. We do everything. It's <laughs> all, uh, what's it called in movies when they don't do CGI? Practical effects. All practical
2: effects here. <laughs> Turn it down. Volume button. Down. 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 And we're out. Let's keep it going. Beautiful. Welcome back, everybody. This is The File Drawer with oh, Sam. A podcast. And Eric. And... Susan Mangan, do I introduce Ooh. myself? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> yes.
1: That's my name.
2: That's her. So, a, I want to just preface this by saying that I asked Susan <laughs> uh, earlier this morning for a favor to come and I asked Actually, I tried to double. Not well, I tried to tap two people's interest this morning. Yeah, because we needed a guest, and I saw you, <laughs> and I was jacked up on coffee. And is I was like, word? I was like, let me just ask, let me just ask if you will join us on this episode.
0: Uh, is this a thing that you feel like you have to gear yourself up for to ask people to come onto the podcast?
2: Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't like asking people. Really? I don't like feeling like I have to, I don't like feeling as if I am pressuring people to do mm-hmm. things they don't want to do. Gotcha. And so that feeling kind of gives me some anxiety, some, not anxiety, but I'm I like, ah, realize, I don't want to do
0: it. I just realized that I feel like a terrible person because I feel like we're providing a <laughs> service to people. Like, of course they want to be on the podcast. Like, this is not even an option that they don't want to be. Like, we're we're yeah. letting them do this. And
2: you know, now I just feel bad. That so. is true. Everybody that we brought on <laughs> has enjoyed yeah, no, the time. No pressure.
1: again All right. Having the time of my life. All
2: right. I feel like I've like progressively gotten closer to my mic. Mm-hmm. And so like, if, if it looks like we're kind of
0: uh, peeking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you look all right. All right. Uh, so... File door number 25. 25. Uh, the quarter centennial episode. Uh, isn't What What color is that in anniversary speak? Blue. Like, it's not blue.
1: It's not blue. <laughs> he said like, that so definitively, like no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. And
0: isn't it like, it's more of a material thing anyway, isn't it? Isn't it like paper plates or something? Yeah,
1: isn't it like gold or silver? Isn't it yeah, one of those big ones? Probably. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, gold or silver. What? You don't, yeah. you're not this is, with this is this it's really? like you give yeah. wood,
1: like like, and then, and then there's another one you give paper, another one you give like diamonds. There's like different yeah.
2: each each year, yeah, of like, like marriage, it's
1: like marriage anniversary, not just yeah. like you haven't how, screwed anything up. In how about dating. you just
2: give another five years of, of of happiness? <laughs> well, the world is so materialistic. You gotta get them something. You gotta get them something. You gotta get them something blue. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this is my thing. So the anniversaries and these peak moments. Yeah. I'm sure there's so many different like couples, or this is my cynical view, who are unhappy for majority for the majority of it.
0: No, my, just, my! My headphones were all high. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, people I feel like I'm like yeah. yelling into this thing. Should no, I, like, no, okay. my headphones my, were just high,
2: my right, my so. are high too. Who are like unhappy for the majority of it, but for those anniversaries, let's bring the wood. <laughs> You're know, high too. That's uh,
0: that's very very pessimistic, Eric. Uh, anyway, anyway
2: also I, I do know I know people who okay. are just like that. Yeah.
0: They get stoked for their wood anniversary. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Susan. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about, or let's meet our, our, our special guest. Hi. Who are you?
1: <laughs> uh, my name is Susan Mangan. Um, I'm a student here also in positive developmental psychology. Um, Sweet.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for a notebook, but I lost it. Oh, well. Uh, how did you find your way to Claremont? Why are you here? You're in my cohort, right? (laughs) I
1: am, yes. Sam and I started the same year. First years. Actually,
0: one of the first people I spoke to, I think, when I got here. Yeah, yeah. where... Well, you arranged some sort of meetup type thing, right?
1: I I, I know that you would think that because I'm, I'm an arranger of things, but that was actually not me. I was what? just a follower in that case. Really? I know. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I just I think it was Manihi actually who huh. uh, put it together.
0: It's interesting how uh, the brain makes a story out of that. <laughs> well, into like looking back into the past, like of course Susan yeah. set that up. No, we went to Back Abbey. <laughs> yeah. So I not only yep. did I get to meet my cohort, but I got to have amazing beers on the first day.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was that, was, that raspberry one. So good. Was, who knew?
2: That was the first day before classes?
1: Oh, uh, it maybe. wasn't before class. It was like the week before or something. Yeah. Like we were all here early and not everyone was here yet. And it was just kind of a hey, anyone around? Want to meet people? You know?
2: Yeah. Nice. Yes. And yeah. we did. Yeah. So. What, cool. year, what year is that? 2011. 2011. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 time. <laughs> no, you, before, before, before your hour. time. B. Be, be. Yeah. yeah. Before. before Eric. Eric. Yeah. That's how I keep track of <laughs> my time in school. That you should. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so, so how did you find your way here?
1: Um, well, I mean, literally, I got into a car and drove here from Massachusetts, but...
0: Smart ass.
1: (laughs) Um, but... Uh, figuratively and from my soul, um, I came here cause as you know, this is the only place that you can really, uh, pursue a PhD in positive psychology. Right. Um, at the time I wasn't sure I would stay here, uh, for, for the PhD, but I knew that it was something I wanted to explore. And, um, my undergrad advisor, Bonnie Strickland, who is a badass, uh, told me you could either follow Martin Seligman, who's one of the co-founders or, you know, High, Mike High, who's the other. And she um, she thought that I'd be a better fit with Mike, and that yeah, he'd be a cooler guy. So
0: Seligman is at Penn. Yeah. and Mike is out here.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Uh, I had a question for you, and then I lost it. But I'm gonna come. <laughs> it's, it'll come. It'll come back. Oh, uh, so why why positive why psychology? Positive yeah, psychology? How yeah. You, I was, meant to answer an that, question. and then I
1: got into like the specifics of it. Yeah, um, yeah I guess to me it's just. Um, Man, I really should have thought about that question. I should have seen this question coming. But um, I just really believe in looking, in pursuing a life of meaning and engagement, right? I really believe that there's no reason not to live a life that you enjoy and feel to its fullest. I, I think this is going to go somewhere dark, but I feel like maybe this is something you guys can handle. Yeah. But like, I remember like when you're younger or something, or even like thinking about the concept of suicide, right? Like people would, would talk about that. And I I knew people who really thought about it but it was so foreign to me because anytime I thought about it, I was like, why would you do that? Like, if I really felt that desperate in life, I would leave everyone I know, change my name, change my identity, use all the money I had to buy a plane ticket somewhere and start anew. Like, the idea of, of giving up my life was never an option because I never saw that as something, it was something too precious to give. Like, I wanted to, it was always be like, no, I would find a way out of this situation. Yeah. And, and and re, like, that would be my version of that. Yeah, you know? and
2: that's, that's actually, that's the first time I've ever thought about it, yeah. in that way. Yeah. That's almost like a living suicide. Right. you know what I'm saying? Where, yeah, where yeah. if if you do believe the things around you are causing you so much pain. Yeah. Rather than the sort of taking of life, leaving this world.
1: Right. Get rid-
2: get them out of your life right yeah, start anew Start afresh. fresh
1: exactly but like you have that power and control to make your life that way so I think it was always it was always such a given to me that I had the power to make my life what I wanted it and it was something that I could control and it was something that I saw that other people really struggled with um and not only do I feel like it has really enhanced my own quality of life but I felt like how can I like it started with my friends right like how can I help them get to a life that they feel better about that they feel more in control about and how can I and how can I teach that and can someone give me some articles to read? Oh, hey, they did.
2: Yes. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a to question? To explain it
1: better. So, yeah.
2: uh, you know, do you remember sort of a, around the age that you kind of felt that way? And do you think it was an influence? I mean, did you have people around you who were like that? I mean, you've kind of described your family a bit. They seemed <laughs> pretty fun. You um, think it was? Do you think, it was, do you think it. it was that? I mean, do you think, or do you think you just kind of...
1: That made me recognize the importance of, like, actively constructing happiness, is yeah. that what you mean? or um, uh, feeling
2: empowered, feeling it's you, yeah. the power for your happiness... Reside it within yourself?
1: You know, um, I'm just, like, flying off the seat of my... This might yeah, not be the right. actual yeah, answer yeah. I feel in my heart, but, like, I'm just going to say what comes to mind, which is, I think at a really early age, like, I have two older brothers, mm-hmm. and it's so... Sibling relationships are so interesting. This is probably why I also love developmental psychology. But, like... Both of my brothers reacted really differently to my parents, like, I, and, and I think also to our upbringing. Whereas I always seemed to be more resilient for no real reason. Like, and I think they were like, What the hell? Why do you keep coming out of things smelling like roses? And I had like survivor's guilt almost about it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everything's gone, like, seems to go okay. But I think watching them, that was my first recognition that there was something different about me and something that I desperately wanted to help and convey to them so that they could have that too and I I think I remember that as early as like five six being like I don't know why this is easier for me but like I want to help them yeah you know
2: yeah and so when were you ex- first exposed to I guess the field of positive psychology was it that person uh, uh Bonnie name? Strickland Bonnie yeah Hillier. yeah
1: god she is a god look her up she's amazing uh, past APA president, she like broke a lot of barriers out there. I just, um, yeah. So I didn't meet her until my uh, senior year of college, and we were doing an honors thesis thing. And uh, and I went in there, and I really wanted to. I had all these ideas. I think I was like, well, why don't we try doing this, or like, I'll try solving this problem, or I'll try solving this problem. Um, and she she literally, I mean, you know me, I can sometimes get to talking. And uh, and she literally raised her hand in the middle of my like like crazy throw of ideas. And um, she was like, okay, you can stop talking now. (laughs) Like, all of your ideas are terrible. Like, all of those are crap. Uh, And here's what I hear as a theme in every single thing you're saying. What I hear as a theme is you want to find the answer to, like, how to live like a full life of like how to how to you know find well-being and happiness in life and you want to help others find that and you want to find out why that happens and how to encourage it over a lifetime she's like all of your ideas are coming back to that point but you're not interested in any of those topics Um, and then she handed me a bunch of books off her shelf and threw them at me and said come back in a week and we'll talk again yeah and that's when i even knew that there was such a field as positive psychology i didn't even know it existed do
0: you remember what those books were
1: I do. There's one that was mindfulness by uh, Ellen Langer, and um, and then there was uh, another one that was like a textbook, kind of on like con- like conscious living and mindfulness. So they they were it started out kind of in that vein, yeah.
0: Cool. And so then did you come to grad school right after undergrad or what was the kind of the in-between period like for you?
1: <sighs> Sam, you know the answer to that is I didn't. I'm asking it <laughs> for, yeah.
0: the, for the benefit of our millions of listeners. Millions of listeners.
1: <laughs> millions of listeners, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, so I didn't. Um, I took four years off, which I think is uh, not, not the conventional way, but um, uh, I, I graduated undergrad. I graduated in 2007. And when I graduated, positive, that was the year that this program was founded. So when I graduated, this program didn't really exist yet. Right. Um, so like, when I was looking at grad school options, I didn't see anything that reflected what I wanted. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm not going to go into grad school for the wrong reasons. I'm not going to do it just because I see myself there someday. Like I want to make sure I know what I'm, like, I am going to want to make that choice really consciously.
0: Yeah. Plus the recession of 2008. Did not <laughs> <Yeah. hit yet.
1: laughs> it had not. So I was like, I'm free and clear. Um, and I had, I had actually initially entered school uh, under, you know, medical dreams. So I kind of thought that I was going to go into a more, oh, oh, I backed away. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. I was going to go into a more uh, medical field. And, um, and then I slowly drifted towards psychology. Honestly, I, I had trouble accepting it. I was very resistant to accepting psychology because it felt so soft and I felt like people made fun of it all the time and I felt like everyone in it was crazy and I was like, I don't want to be associated with this. Um,
0: and then you realized that all of that is true. Yes. And <laughs> you're
1: okay but with I it. I belong here. You just,
2: you just come to accept it. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, sorry. So I, I went to LA for a year. I worked at the Children's Hospital in Los Angeles and did um, cancer research with little kids to see if the medical world really fit for me. I thought I would do like a trial and error thing I was like nope that didn't really work went back to Boston and worked at uh, Tufts for two years doing research with autism and ADHD to kind of see if that was more up my alley um, and by like midway through that I like I just I was on a bus ride to New York and I remember it was one of those defining moments and I was on this bus ride with my friend Carissa and my brother Jesse and um what up Jesse what up Jesse <laughs> yeah, Jesse is uh, pretty great Um, and he, and it was Jesse, Jesse turned to me, like we kept switching around who was sitting next to each other in the bus and uh, Jesse turned to me and he said, what is the thing that you would do if you were like the most tired in the world and like at your absolute like wits end and everything, everything in life is hard, what would you still do? Um, and, and actually the honest first answer to that is I would swim. I would always swim. Right. So like, I love doing that, but I, but for me, that's because that's like my, Flow, like that's my zen, and it made me remember how much I wanted to give that back and find ways to, like, for myself, selfishly, to bring that into my life and then for others. And so I just, like, looked up positive psychology randomly, like, googled it on my phone and saw that there was suddenly a program existed now. And then I was like, I know exactly what I'm doing with my life. Bus yeah. ride to New York.
0: Nice.
2: It reminds me of Sam's origin story a bit. Really? Where I, I had just- an origin story?
0: I don't <laughs> even remember
2: origin. Origin. But the feeling of, we talked about it, but the feeling of, like, you know this sort of questioning the decision that you had made oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. my whole my teacher ah. yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. like ah not that i know world ah. <laughs> and then kind of yeah. coming to this conclusion nah, this is the direction. This direction that you're now in was is, is the right way, way to go.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's easy. It's the one thing that our brains are actually pretty good at is looking back at previous randomness and making a story out of it. So I like being <laughs> able to think, look back and like, oh yeah, I was like on a path to this point. Right. Whereas, you're going to make up... Really oh yeah,
1: you totally organize that. Event. <laughs> so you're, you're,
0: you're gonna, <laughs> no, exactly.
2: You're going you're gonna to make up a story anyway.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so
2: you might as well make the story something empowering, yeah. you yeah. know, or, or, or good yeah, yeah. than
1: yeah.
0: Then
2: not. Why not?
0: Yeah. So you came in as a master's student, yep. like myself, which yep. is a two year program. And obviously, somewhere along the way, you decided to apply to the PhD program. Yeah. What was that process like for you? Because it was torturous <laughs> for me. So I'm wondering what it was like for you. I did
1: see you uh, torture with that. What, well, Eric? Why are you? You guys are
2: the same same person right now. We mm-hmm. are. And
1: he started out in developmental. I we did. like were, and then he went to org, and That was his, I think, torturous. The tor- I think I, that was the torture part for you. Really. Uh, no, it was, it was
0: it was a combination of right. yeah, program plus whether I stay for the PhD. Time to, okay. to continue.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> so for me, I knew I I planned to go PhD. Like I knew that like I wasn't sure exactly what career I would want to go into and there's still an asterisk on on that question, but um, I knew that I would need the knowledge base that a PhD had to fuel it. Um, so for me, it was, uh, at the point that I applied here, I already knew I was doing PhD. I just thought that I was going to go to do it in North Carolina with Barbara Fredrickson because I was so obsessed with her work. She does positive emotions, as you know, and just studies... Broaden and build. Broaden and build. And I think that was, again, though, kind of my, like, struggle with, like, I wanted the hard science. Like, I wanted the proof that, like, this isn't, like, a soft, squiggly thing. And that's what she does. Her lab is, like, much more, like, hookups meet teas, yeah. and, you know. Can,
0: can I ask you potentially... Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. But, like, so... Her stuff has recently come under uh, yeah. under fire, especially yeah. the stuff that she did with Lasada. Yeah. So, like, do you have thoughts about that?
1: Uh, I think in a, it, you know, in so many words, yeah, some of the stuff her grad student, it seems like, you know, fudged some results, didn't really run things appropriately. Um, but my understanding from what I've seen of it is, like... You know, they re-ran things appropriately, and it still looks right, maybe not as good as it did before, but it still looks like the theory holds and, like, her research holds, and I think that, it, you know, it, it makes so much sense to me that I can't see it being knocked off that easily, but obviously it says a lot about... um you know the monitoring in a grad school and research environment and how much i mean i think everything should be taken one a grain of salt right if somebody says research says scientists say like yeah. don't oh, yeah. don't take that as well, and
0: the main thing that i got from her story with all this criticism yeah. that's been hitting is that you really what it sounded like is that she had kind of offloaded a lot of the analysis to lasada yeah. and he used um, analyses that weren't really appropriate right. for the data right and she didn't really have a good grasp on what that was yes um and then that is what it really got hammered. So yeah. that's yeah. I,
2: I don't know where I heard another sort of take on the situation. And you could view it this way too. Yeah. Probably on some random podcast that was talking about that issue. Yeah, That's um, where you get all your information. I, I, I just listen to podcasts. I love it, Eric.
1: Whenever you listen to them, by the way, I feel like when I drive, some. This is a tangent. Can I do a? tangent? Yes. Oh, we are
0: all about tangents. <laughs> all about tangents.
1: I feel like whenever I ride in a car with Eric, the first thing you do is apologize that you don't have music, but you have a podcast on, and I like I find it refreshing. Like I love it every time. You're always listening to things I wouldn't listen to myself, and like just so for the record, don't apologize uh, for it. You're get, broadening people.
2: Unless you listen to my silly podcast. Yeah, not, not yeah. The, <laughs> The Todd Glass show. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Um am sorry. But uh, yeah, I mean, some say you know. Again, I know nothing about this. this is, again, another person's perspective that she kind of threw her grad student under the bus a bit. Maybe I mean because if she is the primary person yeah. on the paper, yeah, she you get should get a better, be get over a better it. understanding, you know, yeah. of, of the methods you know used to analyze your data. And I get it, but yeah. anyway.
1: well, and, and to me though too, it spoke to like. I, I agree. If you're the PI on something, you should be overseeing it and you should be quality checking as you go. But it also spoke to me like how little, like there should be more double checking. Like yeah. I have, often feel like I'm submitting something. and like, somebody, who's looking over my shoulder? <laughs> because like, it's the
2: pressure to just yeah. get it done. We have this deadline. We have to get right, this deadline. Right. Then, we, then on top of, it, it can only be a thousand words I'm just making it up you know yeah. so you know cut down your right, thing, explain right. it nicely right. down even more and so exactly. while you're cutting and snipping and chopping and all yeah. this stuff you're like
1: and the meaning gets lost yeah too. you know yeah so I, and I don't know so I feel like yeah there's a lot of pressure to get that stuff out but there's also I don't know yeah. I don't know I,
2: you know, the, the first thing this is making me think of is <clears throat> just the question of, you know, what constitutes scientific progress. You yeah. know, and so, like you said, I think everything first, everything should be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. Even though, you know, these theories that we think are, you know, we're certain about and things like that, yeah, because nothing is certain. We use these theories to sort of guide our decision, you know, guide, you know, especially in the applied field, to guide us in the world because it's sort of the best explanation that we have right now. Yeah. If something else that is a better, you know, whatever the explanation, yeah, maybe we'll move to that. You know what I mean? But you know, whatever. Well, uh, no, sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm, like,
0: I'm a worthless conversation partner because that entire time that he was saying that i was thinking it'd be awesome if one of us studied salt so we could say take this with a grain of salt we're we'll having yeah. a whole new meeting yeah that's all that's why i yeah. interrupted you guys carry on i'm sorry right, what,
2: what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean I, I say that all the time yeah. but i hate that i say that all the time like,
1: yeah what, the, what, what does that mean i'm gonna
2: look it up what are you talking about
1: okay well, yeah, no, that thing is not what is What
2: are we talking about? Here? I think but, with a grain of salt, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, a good point. I'm not sure. I all right, so, it's a nice segue, though. So, we're talking about research and things. but um, So, Sam, not, none of us had to do homework before. Right. Oh,
0: we're talking about my articles that I found? Yeah,
2: but so, an interesting topic that you uh, forwarded or put a link yeah. for was to an article in Nature.
0: Yeah. Real quick, though. Theories of the phrase origin include Pliny the Elder's naturalist historia regarding the discovery of a recipe for an antidote to a poison. In the antidote, one of the ingredients was a grain of salt. Threats involving the poison were thus to be taken with a grain of salt and therefore less seriously. Wikipedia, which is never wrong, says
1: that, <laughs> Well, are, um, you should take it with a grain of salt, Let's take that yeah. Wikipedia with a grain of <laughs> yeah.
0: salt. Uh, okay, yes. All, uh, I found an article from Nature, and the head the, the title is First Results from Psychology's Largest Reproducibility Test. Crowdsource effort raises nuanced questions about what counts as replication. So basically, mm-hmm. they tried to replicate 100 research findings in psychology. Uh, the effort ended last week. And the data looks a little bit worrying. Um, 39 of the published studies could be reproduced. Uh, this hasn't been peer reviewed yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of the 61 non replicated studies, scientists classed 24 as providing findings at least moderately similar to those of the original experiments, um, even though they did not meet pre established criteria such as statistical significance that would count as successful replication. Uh, so that I mean that should be worrying to any psychology researcher. just we talk about good research should be reproduced. That's why we write super detailed procedures and methods and everything in our papers. Um, but apparently it is uh, not happening at the rate that we would like for it to be to yeah. happen.
2: Well, the one thing that this makes me think of is, the file drawer, you know what I'm saying?
0: So maybe yes. Maybe, I was just about to say, yeah. Maybe we are,
2: maybe they are being replicated, but they're be, they're replicating the uh, non-significant uh, findings that didn't ever get published. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like maybe that's what it is. You know,
0: well, which is still not that great because we I mean, have I think re could we, we use all this research that says X no, is related to Y. No, I agree. Then, I yeah. think it's terrible. I mean, I think
2: it's <laughs> terrible. But my, my point is, maybe the issue um, is also when, okay. Yeah, the whole, you know, publication, the processes, you know, that we publish and all that stuff, you
1: know, keeping the
2: non-significant findings hidden... I, I it's know. tough.
0: I mean, there's not an easy answer to any of this.
1: Well, I mean, I haven't read the study. Like how you said, crowdsourcing are these all like Turk type studies, an and are they an are replicating them, them from a from live populations to an online population? And because I feel like there's a lot of stuff when you make a comparison that makes a difference in how those results are going to come out. Yeah. So, like, I can't take that at its word for sure.
2: Yeah, but you can not take it with,
1: with a grain of salt. A lot,
2: lot of salts. <laughs> a lot of salts. We got salts.
0: In the latest attempt launched in 2011, more than 250 scientists around the world tried to reproduce. Key findings from a sample of articles published in 2008. Oh, I think crowdsourcing uh, in the sense that multiple. Yeah, effort. I don't know. I, we'll have the the link to the article in. Um,
2: right. yeah. We only touch yeah. a service here, guys. We're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah. We're not solving the world's problems. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, I mean, and, and it is through. I mean, again, this is not the the prestige of the journal is not a replacement for actual good science, but yeah. it is through Nature, which is you know like one again. of like the. Mm-hmm very top uh journals that you can possibly be publishing. Although they said this has not been peer reviewed yet, so yeah. but it's just an interesting Interesting idea. We talk about replication all the time, but you very rarely actually see it because there's, no, yeah. there's no glory in replication.
1: Well, it's also trickier. Like, as we, you know, taking a structural equation modeling class right now and one of our assignments was to do a replication. And I swear to God, I spent at least like five to six hours just trying to find an article that had enough information to yep. do it. So, yeah. Like, you normally have to email the authors. So, like, it's kind of a laborious process. And if the
2: authors give if you the give information. If they give it to you. You know, yeah. So. That, that, well, that's the beautiful thing about structural equation modeling. Yeah. If you do have a correlation matrix, yeah, you can, you can just produce it you know what right. I'm saying but yeah do people give it up you know? right and the
1: right one a lot of people well never mind that's getting too specific they give you the latent variable one which is not helpful yeah.
2: but
0: anyway
1: yeah.
0: yeah darn those latent variables <laughs> obviously just one just of the pesky. three of us is not in scriptural <laughs> <or anything, laughs> and it's
2: this guy um, SEM quiz well. so, we're start, this is it this is, uh, this is the newest segment called SEM quiz <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell us
1: da,
2: da, da. Yeah, you, tell you are, us it
1: this actually for a minute you know one thing i think is beautiful about things like sem and and i like talking to my friends who don't like do statistics or things about this which is that like because i feel like when people are trying to understand research it really is important to understand concepts like variance, because because people will often, often ask like well what do you do when um, you have a theory, but, like, it only accounts for... Like, let's say the theory of, like, how much Sam likes marshmallows, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, Sam likes marshmallows a lot because he loves sugar. And that's the primary reason that he loves marshmallows, but there's also other things like summertime has come up, right? That's a different variable, and maybe he's been locked in a cave away from sugar for a couple of days, so he's craving it extra. There are all these things you can't account for, um, and the biggest theories that we have, like things that get published, only account for twenty percent of what we call variance, which means like we only understand twenty percent of the reason it's true. So, so even in theories that we all believe really heavily, there's still eighty percent of it that we don't understand. You know what I mean? Which yeah. means like that, that's just, which is why you have to take things with a grain of salt because even the the poison that we know is only at 20%.
2: The poison that we know. It's the poison
1: yeah. that we know. So like don't so don't, that's why I say like when people talk about like research says, yeah, research says it now understands 20% of the problem. Yeah. Which is big, but I, still, yeah.
2: you know. I, I feel like the phrase and I've used it, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: saying research says so you can right. just be like blah, 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 right. and move on to your own thing. Well, it's exactly. like I have to acknowledge <laughs> I have to sort of build my case. I'm just right. saying research <laughs> says, <laughs> you know. Mhm. Believe me, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I mean something you can almost always do too is there's so much research out there now. Yeah, you can find research support for almost any position. Yeah, like there are studies that will yeah. say what you're thinking. Right. They may not be the primary ones right. which is why you need to rely on meta analyses or look for meta analyses. But yeah. still, you could find yeah. a single study on literally almost anything. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have no uh, compunctions about using low quality online journals. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so. All
0: right,
2: compunction. <laughs>
0: that's a good word, is it not?
1: Did you see his face when he did that? That was great. Yeah. You were like compunction. No, that's I? Like, that's i Fraser face. And again, I have to talk about podcasts. <laughs> so,
2: driving in here, I was listening to a podcast of, uh, and they're interviewing Greg Proops.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He has a book coming out called "The Smartest Man," the smartest, smartest book you know. Yeah. And he himself has a podcast called "The Smartest Man in the World" or something like that. No, yeah, the smartest man in the world. The book is called "The Smartest Book in the World." But uh, Greg Poops, poop, he does improv. He does Who's poops. on it Anyway. He's, he's, the guy, poops. he's the guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
1: I know. And yeah.
2: The words he uses, they're just talking <laughs> about, are like over everybody's heads. <laughs> and they're just talking about language and whatever. So... Uh, whatever.
0: Sorry I'll, sorry, I'll try to. I'll bring my vocabulary game down can, can, for you guys. Come down earth. you dumb PhD students. Come I down earth.
2: Here. <laughs> I, I not Whatever.
0: We
1: liked it. We liked it. We just got to right. comment on your face if you make a weird one. That's, that's
0: fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so all this talk about research. Oh, we never asked you what do you research. <laughs> what is what is your what is your uh, your, so. uh, your jam?
1: Uh, well, raspberry. But I <laughs> <yuck>. like, <laughs> um, wow, that was the wrong answer. And Sam was the wrong answer. Sorry, my answer was correct. No one can see our faces. (laughs) I keep forgetting that. Um, So I mean, I kind of. So I came here under the uh, understanding that I loved youth programming. So I was really into kids and adolescents because I feel like it's such a vulnerable time. It's such a time when you're building who you are, deciding what you want to be, and I feel like there isn't a lot of guidance for that. Like I feel like. A lot of schools, for example, it's like, you know, we teach the subjects, we teach math and history and English, but there's not a lot of life skills taught anymore. There's not a lot of, like, how can we help you figure out what you want to do and how can we help you do that, you know, in the best way possible where you're supported to and i think that's another thing right our generation is very much um do whatever you want like you can do anything but there's not like which is a beautiful concept like thank you hippie parents but um we need a little bit more structure i think than that you need a little bit more like okay great i can be anything but what should i be like what's going to be a good reflection on something that i want to do with my life that gives back meaningfully and also really resonates with who I am as a person. Um, so I came in here really wanting to do like uh, summer camp programs, like things that would be between schools so I could get a slightly less academic angle, but be <clears throat> supporting kids through, you know, different means that would support, I guess, more their soul, like schools for the soul. Yeah. Um, and then the, the longer I've been here, the more I've gotten, I guess a little bit older every year. It's like a little bit uh, as each year passes, maybe in my own life, I'm like, I just, like, I see college kids now, so I'm a little bit more into, like, later adolescence, early college, because I just, they just, they need us. Like, I just feel like you're at a time when you're old enough to really be making critical decisions, and that support and that sort of, uh, you know, those sorts of skills are that much more vital to putting you... I don't want to say putting you on a path because I think that you can change your path at any point, And I think that you can change what you want to do at any point. But um, the younger you get those skills and get at a time when your cognition, like your ability to think critically is high, um, is really the key to inject like living your life at its best.
0: Yeah, yeah the earlier you can start... The earlier you start developing those skills, the longer they have to take effect, yeah. and and you have building effects over time. Yeah,
1: but if you're too young, you're not going to really know. Like, I mean, you know, a six year old's gonna be like, mm. "I want to be a policeman," and he might be really committed to that. But well, yeah. yeah.
2: That's that's interesting. So I'm glad we actually have a developmental person here. But um,
1: <laughs> hey, I have a hey, master's degree uh, in developmental. I just <laughs> didn't see, really, yeah, uh, You are always organizational. Yeah, was, but so so a lot of my research I guess focuses on building okay. programs for that and um and trying to research what are those best methods and yeah. stuff like
2: that. Um, I think I've brought this up before, but I was kind of um, thrown thrown back. Is that the right phrase? I don't know. But sure. when um, Taking it back. I was uh I used to mentor kids in I think Pensacola, Pensacola. And um, they're young. I, I don't, can't remember what age, like 12 or something like that. 12 and, and like 10. And um, I didn't know, like. What about the 11 year olds? Screw up. No, it was like their brothers, two oh. kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that was a program for 12. And no, 10 no, 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 <laughs> no. So I think the mother had said to me, and I didn't know it was like this, but like at a young age, like elementary, elementary school, I guess, like they already kind of have you deciding, either in elementary school yeah. or middle school,
1: yeah,
2: what, what track you're on.
1: Exactly. And yep. to me,
2: I think that's disgusting. Like... Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, the amount of change that you go through f- mm-hmm. from that age to like high school or even high school to college, yeah, is 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 a there's a lot of change. There's you know a what lot I'm saying? Of and so I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know if it's every state or I don't know if it's you know the entire country. But to me, that sounds like a terrible idea to sort of. It's almost like you're pigeonholing, pigeonholing people, and if they don't start yeah. right, they're mm-hmm.
1: yeah, they just
2: might make a terrible decision. I mean, not a terrible decision, but a bad decision. I don't know how it works, but.
1: Y- yeah. it, it's, it made me
2: sad actually. I was like, oh my god, you know.
1: Well- I- which, you know, says a lot about the current educational system, which I could talk for I was, eons I want
2: to <laughs> ask you, actually, I want to
0: ask <laughs> please you, or, do. I, I imagine you have strong feelings about it. I do, so.
1: yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. that, that's it, that's permission. Yeah, you have, um, you have permission to, okay. to go off. Great. Well, well. first I'll say I want to get on my soapbox for half a second, and then I'll answer Sam's question, but like to you, Eric, I think to me that speaks to why it's so vital that we teach, like, uh, life skills, and that yeah. we teach, like, positive coping mechanisms, yeah. which is really how I see it, like so, because again, this is kind of often how I describe My work is that a lot of programs are focused on, like, don't do drugs, for example, right? But, like, Okay, the kids not doing drugs. What do they do? Yeah. Like, there's no programs that are saying like, okay, don't kill bunnies, right? And, like, and, don't and, hit Johnny. And, and in developmental psychology, we talk a lot about adolescence as being a period of storm and stress, which yeah. is just really just like people see. And, and on the news, adolescents are almost always either it's the store, the in you know, a star quarterback just saved an animal or something <laughs> from the wildlife, or it's like adolescents are treacherous, drug-induced, crazy yeah. people, um, and that's really all the media portrays of them. And, and it really really gives them no credit. Um, one of my favorite people, Bill Damon, talks about greater expectations, which is that we should have greater expectations for our youth. They shouldn't just be don't get into trouble. It should be what can they do to contribute back to society. Yeah. And uh, and for me, is like how can we teach them skills that inevitably in any period of life when, when the, you know, SHIT, can we swear? SHIT hits the fan. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, inevitably, how are they going to cope with that? And I think we need to teach. That's a skill yeah. you have to learn. Yeah, But... um. Sorry, that I was my you. soapbox. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I think, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I, I <laughs> yeah. agree
2: with you. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean <laughs> thanks, Sam. Yeah. Uh,
0: um sorry, go ahead. No, I want to hear I want to hear about your thoughts about the current American education system.
1: I feel like like sitting down is like is probably good because I feel like I want to like attack the mic and then start screaming into it. I'm gonna try to be calm. Um <laughs> I just I mean it's really kind of what I was saying before. Like, I really think that like to me you need to step back and think about like what is the point of education. Like I, I think you should always question any institution um with before blindly following it. And to me, the point of education isn't like you know, not to just go to school and learn, you know, history or something so that we know who the president is, like, that's really valuable. But like, the point is to make engaged citizens who contribute yes. meaningfully to society into the society that we're trying to build together, right? Yes. Like, America isn't just the name of a country. It's, it's a culture and a concept like, well, for us, America, right? Yeah. Like, but if it's a culture and concept that we're trying to create together, and it's a like a place that we're all trying to live peaceably, but with still giving each other opportunities to grow and be the best at things and to learn things and help each other. And I just think that the point is to be making citizens who want to be a part of this and give back, right? Yeah. And people, and, and we're not teaching that in schools. <laughs> like, yeah. we're teaching who the president is. We're not teaching how to be, how to get the job, how to, you know, be in a real profession. What does it mean to be in a real profession? Like, not that a doctor, like, helps people, but, like, what does it really mean that they're filling that role in society? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: that's why it's so crazy when I hear people that don't have kids who say you know why do I need to pay for other people's kids blah yeah. blah blah, blah. You know, mm, I yeah. want to pay for other people's yes. kids even if I don't because yeah. they're going to be taken care of you know what I'm saying like it doesn't yeah. make any sense they're going to be part of this, this world they're not separate right. you know and yeah. it's, it's just insane to me but yeah.
0: when I was home the past couple of days there I saw there were some signs in front of some of my neighbors um, yards and one of them was like vote no on proposal whatever and I <laughs> asked like what that proposal was it had something to yeah. do with funding uh schools right and it was this this it was the couple who had the sign in front of their house were older they had mm-hmm. kids but they no longer were in school and basically they were saying i don't want to have to pay you know i don't want to give my money a school i don't have kids in school right now and that's such a short-sighted sad so, way to look yeah. at it
1: and and i think part of the problem with that is that you know we don't we're not connected to it anymore. People aren't connected to why money should go there. People aren't connected to like what society even means. Like people are like, I mean, and everyone talks about how, you know, we've become more individualized uh, individualistic and how everyone's more hedonistic and like all of these things. But I don't really like, I don't know. I feel like I don't blame people for that. I blame, I'm not even blame. I just think that we need to be more focused on what the point is of yeah. being in this place together and that we've made an agreement. Like Just the fact that you're here, you're making an agreement to be a part of this American culture and I think that we need to take that as a gift and really give back to it as much as we're taking from it. Yeah. Um, but I guess to answer your question, Sam.
0: I don't even remember what my question was at this point. <laughs> Did
1: you ask me about education? Oh, uh, no, I mean, asked you
0: about what? education. I have, okay. a th- uh, in, unless you're reading my mind, a qu- another question that I had was... I can what... read your mind Okay, um, mm-hmm. then go ahead. I'm no, just kidding. Apples. Um, the <laughs> question. Is apples. That's a weird answer to this question I'm about to ask. Uh, what What would be a like a change you would like to see yeah. in the educational okay program.
1: first of all so i came here wanting to do summer programs right why do we have summer vacation it makes no sense summer vacation is a dead thing that i'm going to kill with my bare hands if i can obama is on my side with this everyone stop thinking why about summer.
0: why are you trying to why are you trying to kill childhood happiness
1: <laughs> best time of my life um because sam <laughs> you are clearly in the middle or upper class of like people like most children yeah. don't go to summer camps yeah but well, i didn't go to yeah. summer camp either, yeah but
0: yeah I and, mean.
1: and most people don't live in an idyllic like or you know or Rural area. Most kids are in a city somewhere, and during the summer, all they're doing is sitting in an apartment, maybe watching their younger siblings watching TV while their parents are at work.
0: Right. Well, low SES kids low uh, SES lose, lose yeah. more during summer break than yes. higher SES Yeah, SES.
1: which is called uh, summer learning loss. And people talk a lot about the achievement gap between low SES and high SES for a lot of reasons. And um, and and summer learning kids by uh, by their, they lose about one uh, low SES loses about like one grade level every summer, depending on the subject, uh, and that's cumulative. So by the time that they're in high school, 66% of the achievement gap can be accounted for by summer learning loss because every single year, yeah, the low SES fall further behind. And the, and the high SES are even making gains, especially yeah, in reading. Yeah. In math, it's a little different. But in reading, they're making gains where the low SES kids are you know, staying either neutral or falling behind. So like. We can account for yeah. so much of that. And and so they have these systems actually now called, uh, um, they have um, year-round schools. Um, and year-round schools, don't force your kid to have more school, which I think everyone hears that. They're like, yeah. oh my God, like I can't go to more school. Right? But like, it's not about having more school. It's just consistent breaks. Yeah. So instead yeah. of one huge break where you lose yeah. all of this stuff, it's yeah. consistent. Yeah. like You're Having consistency break. is good. Having yeah. like a pattern. Having, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all the parents and teachers like freak out about it for a year, and then everyone likes it better.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, (laughs) Uh, I like the idea too of teacher, a future teacher is not being uh, attracted to the profession because they get three months off in right. the summer. Yeah. Right. Which you should be drawn to the the, the profession of teaching for something right. a little bit more substantive than that. So taking that away I think would be a nice thing.
1: I completely agree and I also think that it like would help drive the the need to pay and respect teachers more which yeah. is something we talk about a lot I think in America and and if you look at the best educated places what it, I always forget it's like Sweden or Normandy like have the highest like
0: Nor- Norway probably.
1: I said, no I meant Normandy Normandy,
0: the one specific part in France <laughs> only
1: you can tell that I went abroad I, were,
2: I remember we we stormed the beaches <laughs> around, uh, you know. and South she Korea too much trivia
1: crack at midnight so um which was obviously wrong obviously very wrong um but yeah my point is Sweden or Norway um tends to they have a higher one but one of the, like the key differences that I always note with that is that they uh teachers are required to have a master's degree and they're paid much higher yeah like much much higher Oh my gosh, I love it. It's the wind. Oh, it makes Eric, me feel so peaceful.
0: Eric thought his mic was flipping out. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, the, yeah, the breeze is getting really wild behind you. God, it's a gorgeous day, guys. It like, is. Look at why,
0: that. why are we inside <laughs> recording a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Montessori?
1: <laughs> 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 what are your thoughts? <laughs> SEM quiz two. No. Um, um, uh, it's fine. It's good. I feel fine about it. I mean, to me, it's like I, I like that that's built in because it gives you a flexibility to uh, think of education in a different way and try a new tactic. And I think that, you know, kids are different and we need to be per- people are different. So we need to give more opportunities for those differences. Um but I think it comes like everything. it comes down to the quality of the implementation, mm-hmm. and some skill uh some schools have great teachers are implemented really well, have a lot of support in the community um and and are back to really i don't know just have a lot of support in general, and they do really well, others are a nice idea carried out badly and i yeah. and I think that there's you know
0: yeah, I like the idea of a of a school approach that Removes the focus away from the specific content itself, mm-hmm. and more the process of how you yes, go about learning. Definitely, because I mean, we are more and more moving towards jobs are not about the specific content. You can right. literally Google almost anything. But yeah. do you know how to read critically? Do you know how to figure out a good source from a bad source? Do you right. know, things like that. That is much more interesting, and then harnessing a student's intrinsic interest to yeah. to approach those specific processes is is interesting to me yeah
1: which is a lot of what positive psychology education talks about like which they have schools now by the way which are completely positive psychology like you know australia australia Australia, the Geelong school yeah Yeah, which is so cool but um but yeah it's, it's, it's things like that so like finding that intrinsic uh interest and and teaching critical thinking skills over content although obviously you need both right i'm not saying don't learn who The president is,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the more important thing the is learning why I think of. <laughs> it's not even just like learning who or who the presidents were, but what they did and how that connects to right. everything else, and why yeah. we
1: care. I yeah. think that's something that is just if it isn't emphasized enough, like yeah. why are we like question yeah. what you're doing in your life, question why you live in a house, why this like thing is made out of plastic in front of you, why you're using this brand of computer, like think of yeah, like yeah. make me well, like, but, but choices. often, oftentimes, yeah. kids
2: get so. Put down when they start questioning anything. You yeah. know, for me, I think it's exciting. You know, they're exploring, yeah. they're trying to figure stuff out. But you know, this is—it's not a criticism because I, I get it. You know, yeah. parents are maybe tired after work and they just want to be, you no, know, whatever. You know, what I'm saying like yeah, they don't want to yeah, answer yeah. these questions and stuff like that. But I don't know. Um, it's difficult. So I want to make a point. To, to, I think I've brought up this before. Like another time, I was very jaded, just with everything. And you know, why teachers are so important is I remember hearing again. This is the teacher's social time. I get it. Whatever. But I remember being out with somebody, um, like a crowd, and there was, like, a person that did teaching, you know, at some school in, in a low SES sort of area or whatever. Yeah. And this person's, like, making fun of these kids for not being able to pronounce words correctly. And I'm like, you're the damn teacher. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like I, I, <laughs> I confronted, I was like, yeah. what you? I was like, don't, I mean, you can talk whatever you want, but don't come to, don't, don't say that to me like it's a joke. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, you should yeah. be like, how can I, how can I help? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was, it was really annoying. Second point I wanted to make is, um, <laughs> sorry, that's sad. Uh, uh, have you guys heard the story, I guess, and I, I know nothing about, a little about this stuff, but have you heard the story about, I guess, there's a family that's being um, charged with, like, neglecting their kids. I guess they, they practice what's called, I guess, free, free-range parenting. And uh, so they were, you know, the Maryland family, they basically had their six-and-a-half-year-old and ten-year-old um, kids walk, home from school or somewhere yeah. and it's about a mile from their house or whatever Um so w- what I know about this sort of style of parenting there are sort of restrictions and rules It
0: should be called parenting that's what I'm saying <laughs> I, yeah. I walked home from school it yeah. was over a mile in elementary school I don't remember how
2: far it was but I definitely walked it may, yeah. it may not have been a mile but yeah, it was just it was that, you know and, and what do you think about that
1: well I don't know a lot about it so I'll just well, this by the, saying but like I, yeah. I haven't like looked up the exact like their you know philosophies behind this and I, I've heard a little bit about it on the news but um I've been distracted by this beautiful breeze for, weeks. um, but, um, but to me, I don't know. It just depends, right? Like there's like a limit to anything. So I definitely, yeah. I definitely would agree with the philosophy that kids kind of like I was saying with Bill Damon should have slightly greater expectations and should have a chance to kind of like trial and error. Cause trial and error is really how you learn, especially for, you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna, you can't be told, uh, don't ever, I don't know, um, uh, do a thing. Don't, don't ever do a thing. And then you won't do it. Like, most people need to try it for themselves to really feel how those consequences affect them as a person individually. Um, yeah, yeah so, I, so I think that makes sense, but there's a limit, obviously. Uh, yeah. I, I, well,
0: Definitely. I don't know if, if the issue at hand is, like, you know, child, like, how dare you, like, let your kid walk unattended to school, you know, kidnappers right. or whatever. That also just shows, like, a profound lack of understanding around statistics yeah. in that, like... <laughs> The chances of being kidnapped are like the lowest they've ever been and, right. and it's like the i I am guilty of not wanting to swim in the ocean because of sharks um, <laughs> as long but, as
1: I'm further out than new york
0: but but shark attacks are very, very rare, and yeah. I really shouldn't be worried about them, but also, I guess you can't really use uh, cold um statistics when talking about yeah. something like kidnapping.
2: Kind of extreme. I mean, yeah.
0: Right,
1: yeah. right.
0: If
2: there's any chance, do you want to take the chance? Exactly, to yeah. To but, a,
0: but you, I mean, talk about talking out of our asses. None yeah, of us have kids.
2: That's old. what we do. That's <laughs> what we do. Let's
0: tell all the parents out there how to parent <laughs> their children. I mean, but I think
2: we can have a, We can have some sort of opinion. Like, I, I, yes. I'd yeah. say, I would say I don't, I don't know there to be a right or wrong way because I think mm-hmm. everybody's just trying to figure this out. Kids
0: need to fall out of trees. Kids need to scuff their knees. Kids need to do dumb stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you from from what research says. Um, which uh, And there's somebody who's really controversial in the developmental world. Uh, Sam will know this, which is SCAR. Uh, S-C-A-R-R. Is that the um, genetic? Good enough, yeah. Yes, good mm-hmm. enough parenting. Good enough yeah. parenting. And, yeah. and people get all up in arms because it's like, she's basically saying like, you don't need to do everything. You don't yeah. need to watch your kid every minute. You don't need to whatever. What you need to do is provide them with opportunities for... Uh, you know making choices like like okay do you want to be in football swing like they have the option to do something um and and you need to support them basically like you need to be there as a supportive uh force which doesn't have to be active but you're available and um yeah and you're just kind of need to I like it you know what i, I mean but yeah. like and a lot of people get up and arms they're like no we don't we need to plan there every second and do all of this stuff and people get very worked up about it but yeah. um and, and i think there's pros and cons
2: there's pros know. and cons everything no only pros only don't... pros yeah.
1: <laughs> Adults
2: us. make bad decisions. I was uh, um, what telling Sam earlier? <laughs> like, you, do, I, wait, you do realize no. we
0: are adults, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, we're not, okay, go ahead.
2: Um, that is, this is called a kind of segue, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a professional. Okay, <laughs> so um, talking about taking risks. Look professional. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so I decided to like play in CMC's alumni rugby game today. Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I I was doing pretty good. I'm not, sh- you know, not in rugby shape like I used to. You know, I'm getting some good runs, knocking some cats over, blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
1: knocking some cats over. <laughs> and I was just in a bad
2: position at once. Uh, at once. I wasn't even, like, hitting anybody or go, really going after anybody. But I just kind like, of got lazy in form. And I, like, pinched my neck to the point where I thought I broke my neck. Oh. I was like, whoa. I was like, ah. Like, and I was, like, making sure I could, like, feel, you know, movement ligaments and <laughs> stuff. Dude. dude.
0: Did anybody touch you or were you all by yourself?
2: No, no, no. Somebody was coming. I, was, I think I was trying to attack somebody. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just in a bad stance just because... Um probably tired. And <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played PM in a long time. rehearsal
1: at 6 p.m. today. I feel, I feel, all, right be... I okay. feel all right right now. I feel all right right, right. now. Uh,
2: yeah, I and mean, I was just like, what, what what, flashed before me, I was like, oh my gosh, I like, just made myself paralyzed. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just paralyzed myself. Or I was like, man, or if I took, because I it was kind of to the back of the neck. It was maybe to the head. I was like, oh man, maybe I got a concussion or something. Yeah. I, and I don't know why that. But um, and I started thinking about that just really quick. And then that, that actually caused me to almost I didn't have an anxiety attack but I almost did I started breathing heavy yeah. I was like yeah you know, I was like I was like let me calm I was God, like, let me, is, I was like let me I was like let me calm down let me calm down got some water got some ice because it just got started getting all hot back there and I got so nervous man and then um, it, I got just got chilled it wasn't even a stinger because it, like it, a stinger would have lasted it actually dis- dis- gotcha. dissipated um, but uh, yeah and I was like why am I doing this. <laughs> Like, you, you, you yeah. know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, it's one of those clarifying moments. Yeah, right? but, I,
2: but I like doing it. So I didn't go back yeah. in, but it's not enough to make me never want to play again. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? It's so crazy. Anyway, I you're know.
1: saying that you love your kids, but you're not sure if the risk is worth it to let them wander down the street alone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's, I guess yeah. my point is
2: like, you know, I can get, I can understand why not taking the risk right. at all right. is the smarter thing to do.
1: But you know is that saying? living a full life? Right. Exactly. And is that where you're learning? We could all
0: yeah. sit at home wrapped in in big fluffy blankets yeah, and be, a bubble wrap. And, I want to get bubble wrap. wrap. Exactly. Would, can
1: we do that, actually, guys? I feel like that <laughs> so would be so like a wild fun. Saturday <laughs> night.
0: <laughs> wrap yeah. all wrap ourselves in many layers of bubble wrap and then wrestle.
1: But yeah, but maybe leave like one hand open for like wine, right? Or
0: sure. <laughs> <bits of> wine. <laughs> yeah. Ideal
1: um, night.
0: um Well, I put a face mask on my hockey helmet last week because i had the kind of realization that yeah. all it takes is one deflected puck or one, one errant stick to hit mm-hmm. me in the mouth i lose a bunch of teeth i don't have dental insurance yeah like, it's not worth it yeah. yeah and i know it's like it's cool air quotes are up yeah, yeah. as a <laughs> hockey player to only wear a half visor uh yeah, yeah. because that's kind of like a sign like, growing up as a as a child you have to wear a full cage yeah, yeah. and then once you're Done, you can wear high fives like the professionals. Yeah. We're not professionals, it's like, stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I finally yeah. just swallowed my pride and put a cage on, and I feel so much better. Yeah. I'm not gonna get stupidly injured. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's part of, I mean, you know, uh, another thing with adolescence. Sorry, developmental psychology sneaks no, back please. in, but it's like they're literally like they're on acid. Like, I mean, a lot of people say that, but like, they're literally their like their brains aren't developed, their brains aren't developed, hormo- and their hormones like, yes. are
2: insane. Yeah. The like hormones their body, are being pumped, yeah. trying to make them grow, trying yeah. to make them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And so it really helps, you know, like, and for, and for guys that goes into aggression and girls like, you know, more into, you know, warm feelings. But anyway, the, but the point is, is that like, we, we start our adulthood kind of in this extreme place with our yeah. brains in extreme places and, and learning from a lot of first experiences while our brains are like on acid. Like a lot of your experiences are from a time that you were basically tripping, right? <laughs> and like, and I think that what you guys are describing, like, I feel the same way Is like, as I think the more adult, the biggest thing I notice in adulthood is the more adult I get, the more I get comfortable being in the middle. Or the more I get comfortable, yeah. kind of being gray, because like I feel the same way in softball. Like, like sometimes like the team will be yelling at me, and especially no offense, but like the dudes, like Corey, will be <laughs> yelling at me, and they're like, "Run as fast as you can! Like, like dive for that ball!" And like, you know, like the superstar in me wants to like give my all and give a hundred percent, and like yeah. run into the fence and like break every bone in my body so that I can make this amazing play that you know the Red Sox would be proud of me for. Um, but then the other part of my brain is like, "Wait, I want to use my body for life."
0: wait I- <laughs> I have to. I have to wake up tomorrow morning. Right, and go to
1: like work. I have a paper to write, <laughs> yeah. and like I want to use. Like I want to, you know, have kids someday and be able to play with them outside yeah. of a wheelchair. So, yeah. like you know, yeah. um. So, but that's something where it's like I have you like you're saying. I have to swallow my pride and just be okay with like I'm here to be fun and be in the sunshine and get the social buzz of my friends here. But that yeah. doesn't mean I have to. But you can you can not go to the extreme and still be having a, a and be, still be at your yeah. best and still be playing your best. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was very inspirational. <laughs> I feel like Feeling very I'm good. I feel, it, I I feel good about yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, so, what is going on uh, in your guys's world? Let's start with Eric. What's going on with you? We know you're done with your thesis, so basically you've just been sitting around twiddling your thumbs.
2: I'm sure for the past <laughs> couple of weeks. Not true.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've never seen Eric twiddle yeah. his thumbs.
2: <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to slow down a bit though. Yeah, um, good.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm proud a, of you. I'm happy
0: good. to hear
2: that. Yeah, yeah I'm me trying too. to. I'm trying to. So, like this coming week is going to be my last week at KLI. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so oh, Winding yeah. back on that um, Just been, you know Doing improv So, yeah. so that's a thing uh, Susan you, guys have, you guys have a show coming up on Friday or improv. Right? Yeah, we do have a show on um, Friday So we have a show, yeah. a show Friday How are
0: you guys feeling about that?
2: Feeling alright I, I never feel alright about anything <laughs> Yeah, and Eric's right.
1: always has been before I feel yeah. good um, So this is our our last show before the end of the uh, before the end of the year, and um, this has really been our first year doing this program, which I think has been really cool to start something creative in a really academically based environment. So it feels really great to have created that outlet. And I don't know, it's kind of hard. Like as a, I've been uh, trying to do sh- uh, training over at UCB in LA so that I can get a little time as a performer, but primarily here I feel like the director and, and not like the performer. I kind of autopilot that, which I think ends up being like. Meh. Um, but, like, as a director, I just, I don't know, I feel a lot of pride. Like, everyone has made such strides. Everyone has grown so much. Like, I feel like a little family with everyone there. And I just, like, I just think that we're, like, whenever people go away and see, like, real professional troops and come back, I actually have you quoting this on a flyer just threw up, which I didn't ask your permission to put your quote on it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to tell you this morning. Um, that says, which was, uh, hey, we're not actually that bad. <laughs> like, which was your quote to the troop. Like, hey... Yeah like we're not terrible which yeah. I think is how I, mean, I would sell it no I, um,
2: I, I think we're even you know
1: even, I think we're pretty yeah, good that, and that, that um,
2: makes it sound like I'm like saying we're bad no no no, no but I no, just no. think that
1: like and well for you too like as someone who's like, okay let's no, see yeah. what happens but like you're like we're not that bad yeah, yeah. Um, anyway I, I just feel a lot of pride yeah, yeah cool. and, and then just seeing everyone develop it feels really cool to do so
0: yeah nice so you guys are kind of uh, you and you ramp up leading up to the show,
1: right? Yes. Uh, Sam is aware of the term ramp up uh, yes. since Emily is also in improv. Uh, yes. Emily, my lady love, and um, yeah. So we did this. This time we did three weeks. We usually do two really intense weeks before the show, and this time we did three slightly slower weeks. Um, mostly based on people's schedules but I think it actually worked out better because it gave us a little time to play with the show and, and build. And...
2: It's been it's been interrupted by Jujitsu. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: but it's okay. Yeah. But it's been good, okay. <laughs> and we're trying. We're always trying out new games and trying to develop. Gia has been on fire with some new stuff lately and I don't know, it's just fun. It's just cool. fun. Improv relates to life but you guys have already talked about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: we t- we, t- we talked about actually I bring up comedy and improv good. way too often. <laughs> People are probably like what are you um, talking about? Dude?
1: It's, it's just oh god it just fills my soul up right? It's just like like,
2: I love just everything about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, next person. What are you up to next?
0: You never really answered, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll so, uh, you go ahead.
2: All right, so what else do you want you, to you're
0: know? You're ending the KLI, and you're trying to do less.
2: No, no. You're trying to
0: be do slower. Be slower.
2: I'm trying to get back into things that sort of... I'm eventually trying to move back into, like, figuring out what initially sort of motivated me and sparked my interest in terms of this field of research and things like that. Right, because
0: you, you've got to be pulling together your dissertation ideas, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, still doing jujitsu, going hard on that. Um, still doing stuff for the GLI contract and yeah. stuff we have going. Got to be
0: getting near the end of that?
2: Uh, kind of. i got to kind of monitor. So yeah. uh, like, like I said, uh, last week I think maybe our 360, I s- sent out our first link to like a non-GLI participant, just for, like okay. a person that wanted to sign up. Right. And she, she went through it. I had to do a little uh, debugging. Um, But I was I was happy with sort of what I set up, you know, or what our team set up. Yeah, um, that it works. Seems like it's working. We'll see. Um, Nice. And uh, yeah, been watching some Spartacus. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, That's about it. I mean, my days are actually kind of long, with everything with improv. Yeah, Yeah, get that in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. So. that's about it, man. Cool. Yeah, sounds good.
0: What about you?
1: So I was just talking about my life. Yeah. What's, what's going on? on? What's
0: going on? What are you? What are you? What are you excited <laughs> about nowadays? Other than improv?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited about the summer because I feel like I'm really looking forward to like uninterrupted, more uninterrupted stretches of time. I mean, I think as grad students, we're always like, here's the hundred things I'll do over the summer, and you get <laughs> to maybe fifty. That's a good summer. Um, but I feel like I, those expectations are a little easier each time, and um, I just I have a lot of projects, so I'm at the phase where. The next year for me should be knocking off the rest of the portfolio items, and the last year should be dissertation. Um, so taking or- orals in about a year, which just means that I need to sit down and just like write some projects over and over. And um, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like it's beautiful. It's summer. I want the breeze to, you know, tickle my hair as I yeah. write my amazing words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I-, I do want to add one thing. Yeah. Are done? Sorry uh sure no yeah. no go ahead, continue
1: no no, no I, think I
2: thought there we'll was a sigh of oh, no. so in case in case like dana or, or something i am working on a project with uh, colleagues and we're trying to <laughs> finish up writing something and submit and i'd, like to, yeah, thank, on, and I'd um, like to thank on um leader identity development across like a leader development program um so yeah working on that as well yeah. nice cool you are done where you continue I, uh, I interrupted you, didn't
1: I? No, 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 no. I just, uh, I, I was, I think I was just, that was my hesitation of, am I supposed to talk about something other than oh, writing uh, papers? No, yeah. so you, you know. what,
0: you and I are kind of in the same spot. Yeah. We both masters and PhD. Yeah. So where are you at, like, with your thesis right now?
1: Yeah, that's the thing I want to talk about the least. Okay, uh, never mind. We'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> what, what, year,
2: what year did you transfer to PhD? The same thing. So same Sam degree.
1: and I are exactly the same. So oh, we both transferred. I thought you've been
2: in, <laughs> I thought you were in for, like, the year before. I don't know. No, I
1: think. I'm assumes i'm with emily's year just because we're like always together but i'm actually not she's the year ahead of me yeah um but no, no, I don't, I don't have uh, anything.
2: Understood. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I, no, I, I just,
1: um, I've been trying to do like real participant recruitment and um, which also mm. with younger kids and I need them out for at least four weeks. So I've, oh, got, God, I've gotten yeah. stuck. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. It, I, <laughs> I, I did it to myself and it's been a little bit of a nightmare. So I kind of got stuck there. So right now it's like, I haven't, I don't have the data. Once I have, yeah. it'll be an easy run through and I have to get that done quickly. But um, right now I'm at a little point of like, I mean, we're at the bad point where school is transitioning. So at this point I need to get a new sample and uh, figure that all out. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um fun. but yeah i'm excited about school in general and improv Sweet. and life wonderful Un-
2: unbreakable susan Megan. <laughs>
1: unbreakable susan Mangan. Uh, that's a great show is a, 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 so, anything a, yeah. tina fey touches uh, turns to gold so good it's so i wish you would touch me I mean, and what? guys like you're just really fun to hang out with can i say thanks guys this is fun of course you guys are fun um uh, uh, but sam uh, you haven't really talked to uh, sam.
0: oh sam oh oh I don't know. I'm in the same place as you. Well, I'm, cl- yeah. I'm collecting data, but luckily oh, I can do okay. it. So-, no. so I can like just collect surveys, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for mine. So I'm in the process of actually collecting data for my thesis, which is nice and exciting and somewhat tedious. Um,
1: <laughs> so not really something you're pumped
0: about. <laughs> I'm pumped to be having data that I can do yeah. something with relatively yeah. soon. Uh I submitted my qual tool proposal to what? uh Kay Bronk. Is that your lady?
1: Yeah. Tell her oh, t- t- tell her to get on top of my email. Oh, I will tell her well, it was WPA were... this you weekend, were... so everyone except me was in oh, Vegas because yeah, Britney Spears broke her ankle for God's yeah, sakes. Yeah. But um but yeah, she's uh, amazing and all time. So I'm just waiting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Stronger>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's our outro um,
1: but that was something I was really excited about Britney Spears concert but yeah, we didn't that, get to that go that
0: makes me sad you guys had tickets and everything right we had tickets and everything so it rescheduled we then. got an
1: email that it was postponed they'll let us yeah. know when so gotcha We'll get on it.
0: Well, you can just go to Eric before then. It sounds like he's got the uh, impression down the pretty worst.
2: well. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I can't do any impressions at all. It's so terrible.
1: I, I uh. think it's beautiful. I want to hear more of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to turn improv into Britney Spears Day. <laughs> uh, it's a terrible idea.
0: So yeah, other than thesis, uh, I go to New York in two weeks for uh, yeah. a job interview. Wait, awesome. wait, when will you be there? Uh, uh, the 14th and
1: 15th. I'll also be in New York at that time.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to have zero time to do anything except be there. Great, me and too. doing things and what are you immediately doing? turning around.
1: Uh, my, little col- uh, my little college. My little cousin is graduating from college, and then I'm going to just stick around for a little bit.
0: Cool. Yeah. Neat. Other than that, I guess I have a bunch of books I need to finish reading before then and finish having thoughts on so I can be intelligent when they talk to me. Powerful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the
2: best response
0: to somebody baby, ever. Baby. I like it. Again, it's still, I steal it from things I hear. So Powerful. Gonna... <laughs> uh, that's all right. I didn't know. I well, will think you're a genius. Uh, so I think we're done yeah good uh, so this has been the file drawer thank god episode 25 with Susan uh, if you want to check out the show notes they are at the dot audio backslash episodes backslash 25 and if you want to leave us a review I will give you a virtual high
2: five boom boom, boom. oh you know what actually I do want to acknowledge this is a shout out to Allison Brown we did not get to oh yeah oh. We did not get to oh, I your question. Sense. She
0: actually requested something for us to talk about. We blatantly ignored her. Like terrible people. I know,
2: because uh, he posted on Facebook and like once you look at it and like you forget about it. Yeah. It, there's no th- nothing that pops up and says hey. you But, look she, to says, this, but yeah. she says, she uh, says just real quick and maybe we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah, we will. I want to say this. She says, hey guys. Hope you guys are doing well. I listen to your podcast, and it is awesome. Woo! Oh, sorry. I have a topic suggestion. You guys mentioned in a recent episode how easy it is for people to be able to form connections in their thinking. So I'm not, I'm not actually familiar with what we were talking about. I don't remember what we are talking so, about either. We may um, have to follow up with, with yeah. Allison before we
0: talk about um, it. But she
2: wanted us to expand on it. Um, yeah, so we'll have to follow up because we do get on tangents. Or
0: we'll also just talk it's out riff. of our butts like we normally do. <laughs> <That's what> so <laughs> no big That's deal. probably what it was. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Susan. Yeah,
1: it was great. Musicadora, uh, musicadora.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what do you whatever. want? What do you want? Music put, put, press play
2: on whatever you see. Oh, uh, I thought you were there.
0: I, am, I was looking at the notes from Britney before. Spears. Britney Spears. Put it, yeah, Britney
1: Spears. Put it in the bloody queue. Spotify Q. is loading. Put it in the bloody queue. get I in the bloody queue. I think put some Britney Spears on. Queue it up. <laughs> it's my song again. Yes. <sighs> All right. That was fun.